When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And it is Winning Cures Everything for Wednesday, May the 5th. You got big Cinco plans? Uh, no. <laughs> no. When we finish this, uh, I'm going to go back to work. I can understand it. I uh, Obviously, for those that have not seen, this is the new office setup. I am on campus. I am at work as well. And, uh, and we're going to take a few minutes and discuss some sports. So, uh, not a ton of big-time news to get into. Uh, the region's pro-am is today. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on down there. Yankees fans last night caused a big stir. And, um, and yeah, we, we've got NFL scouts talking some nonsense. we got Brett Favre talking about Aaron Rodgers, all sorts of different stuff. Before we get started with that, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Everything you need to know about us, you can find over there, so go and check it out. Uh, also, sbrpicks.com slash ncaaf. That is your one-stop shop for all of your college football gambling content. I see Matt has already jumped in the YouTube, luxurious chest hair. Yeah, yeah, it's out. It's It's been a long day. Been a long day. Um, so, yes, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Our college football video will be up on Wednesday mornings from now on, and I am pumped about it. So, everybody go and check that out if you would. You can find it on YouTube. Just search out SBR Picks. Very easy to find. And we are ready to rock and roll. Chris, Nick Saban was out at the Regents Pro-Am in Birmingham. Obviously, they have all the celebrities and whatnot. The Alabama men's basketball coach, the Auburn uh, men's basketball coach, the Auburn football coach, the Alabama basketball coach. Clay Travis was down there. They got, you know, singers and whatever that are actually going out and playing with uh, professional golfers. And when they do this, they go out and they hit and whatnot, and then they all end up after their round talking to the media, et cetera, et cetera. So Nick Saban comes out, and they start asking about Alabama's new name, image, likeness initiative that was announced yesterday. It's called The Advantage, and it's exactly what Florida State set up, exactly what Georgia Tech set up that we talked about on our SBR show a couple of weeks ago. It's the, All of these uh, uh, colleges are going to have the same thing, right? They're going to offer classes. They're going to set up players in the best way possible. They're going to give them the content to put on their social media feeds to make money off. It's all recruiting, right? you you got to figure it out. So, uh, with that said, oh, Taylor jumps in. When can we expect Chris's article to be up? As soon as we get done right here. So, as Uh, soon as I get a chance to sit down. (laughs) It might be a little dated. 
So. Uh, it, it'll be perfectly fine. The NFL draft okay. was last week. Right. I appreciate I, it. I read it. I edited it a little bit and just fixed, you know, a few things here and there. And it still holds true. It's it's a story about you loving Cleveland, man. So it's it, I think it'd be fine anytime. Um, but th- so they talk to Nick Saban about the NIL stuff. They talk to him about all kind of stuff. And then it comes out. They start talking about the Noontime Basketball Association, which is the NBA at Alabama. They've talked about it for years, ever since he got down there. He and the assistant coaches and all the staffers have a basketball league where they play at noon every day. And apparently, since Saban's hip surgery, he has officially retired from the NBA. I just wanted to bring it up because, not you know, the NIL stuff is one thing. I wanted to bring it up because I'm wondering, is this the beginning of the end of Nick Saban in the SEC? God, I wish it was. It's not. It's not. He's an old man. He can't play pickup league basketball anymore. He's. he's I mean, he's almost seventy. Hip. You can't do that. He'll be seventy in October. Yeah, with the hip no, replacement, he's going to coach for at least another another five years. You know, I, I mean, at some point in time, yeah, he's going to stop coaching because he's probably going to die because that's what old people do. <laughs> like, like, do we think he's going to live? A man that has had that much stress and pressure in his life. We think he's going to live to be ninety. Likely not. Okay, I would I, imagine I just, not. I, I'm, I'm sure he's health, he's a healthy guy, and, and he obviously takes care of himself. But it's the it's the mental stuff that you put on your body that kills you the most. I know you're a hundred percent right about that. A hundred percent right. But no, no, him stop playing old man basketball has nothing to do with is he going to stop coaching? I think he's going <laughs> to coach until he physically can't coach anymore. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think he's just going to keep going and keep going. I, I think even with the NIL stuff, all the changes in this sport, he just seems to stay on top of all of it. I don't know nah, how he does he it. Doesn't. He has a team of people that do that. He's 70 years old. Right, right. He's that's no what different I'm saying. than Bill Belichick. He hates all this shit. Right, but he hires okay. the right people that can stay on top of it. Yes, so. but that's it. He's just hiring somebody else. He's letting them do it. He doesn't care. <laughs> he's not handling it. He's not messing with it. He, You know. Uh, he's got other people that handle that. Matt said, do you think it's enjoyable for him to coach? He's reached the top, kind of like an NCAA football. Once you build a dynasty, uh, is it fun anymore? And I think it is. I mean, as long as you're winning, I think it's fun. You know, uh, at I, least for him. On, Matt, I don't, I don't know that it was ever fun for some of these guys. They, they never seem to really enjoy the wins and the losses really devastate them. I just think it's a job. It gives them purpose. Fun is not always why we do things. Purpose is why we do things. He has a purpose on this earth, and that is to coach college football. That's a that's a very valid point. Happiness I like your comes in purpose, not in fun. That's a, that's a good point. That is a good point. I like that. I like that. All right, uh, moving on from there. I I had to get your opinion on this. Okay. Did you see the Yankees fans last night? Obviously, Yankees <laughs> beat the Astros last night, seven to three. They so the Astros come out, and the Yankees fans in in Yankee Stadium. It's not a ton of them, but they all turn their backs to the Astros. So I feel dumb. like that's the nerdiest thing I've ever seen any so group dumb. of people do. So dumb. Life. All, all listen, like I said, there's there's one team out of the thirty teams that has a right to complain, and that's the A's because that's the only team that I honestly believe is not tipping pitches. Yes. That's it. That's the list of people that I think is not doing it. You know why I think they're not doing it? It's because they signed a starting pitcher from Houston, and the starting pitcher was like, wait a minute, you guys aren't doing anything to tip pitches? Yeah, they are. I got to faith them four times a year. We're not doing that shit. Um, I'm, I'm calling somebody, and we're, we're blowing this thing up. 
but they've had pitchers leave their organization for years and years and years. They gave Garrett Cole the biggest contract any pitcher's ever gotten. Why? Because of what he did in Houston to them. Okay. Yes. If they thought it was nefarious, they wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't have paid well, it, him. It and Garrett Cole didn't go there and tell them what all they did. Why? Because the Yankees are doing the same shit. I was about to say, wasn't there an article about this, about the Yankees doing the same stuff? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all of baseball, listen, all of baseball was doing it. Now, people then start hopping on the argument. This is what bothers me about this, okay? Then we get into these weird-ass semantic rules of, well, I just don't like the way they were doing it. That's because you don't know the way the other teams are doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's such I'm... a crybaby thing as well. Or you, if, you, if you're wanting to say, well, they got caught, and so we get to hate them. No, you don't. No, you don't. This is my same rule for college sports. If your team gets caught illegally recruiting, you don't – or a team you hate gets caught illegally recruiting, you don't get to call them cheaters. If you like college sports, I promise you, your team is cheating. Okay? They're cheating at some level, but they're cheating. Yeah. I, I because the agree. rules are ridiculous, by the way, all right? But to, to, to point the finger and call another team a cheater when you know without a shadow of a doubt all these other – hang on. Why didn't Garrett Cole tell the Yankees what they were doing the Yankees blow the whistle a year earlier? Because Garrett Cole left and went to the Yankees the year before this happened. And because either Garrett Cole brought it with him or it was already happening. Because, because the Yankees were already doing it offensively. And so Garrett Cole was like, all right, I'm not going to blow the whistle on my old team because then I'll get my team in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's this it. is stupid. Matt, Matt said, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. And then he said, like, how Leach tricked Oklahoma when he was at Texas. Uh, wait, I think it's the other way around. Uh, with a fake play sheet. Yeah. You just leave a, a fake play sheet out there. And, I mean, oh, no, he was at Texas Tech. That's what it was. He was at Texas yeah, Tech. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it, you, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. You know, you're going to come up with something. Taylor said, I know Brian Kelly's making some money under the table from boosters. Uh, no way he's, a, oh, I thought this was going to go into, he said, no way he's only making $2 million. No, Brian Kelly's making significantly, significantly yeah, more than yeah. that. He's um, also said there's some weird-ass echo. I have no idea how to change that or stuff. He said, he said it's gone now. Oh, okay. I have no idea. I mean, it looks right. uh, looks normal over here. But uh, but either way, we shall see. Um, so now, paying it, Brian Kelly under the table isn't illegal at all. That, no. No, he no. he's allowed to have a contract that he works for a private school that they have the luxury of not being a state funded school, and so therefore you don't have to see their books. They don't have to show you what they pay everybody. Uh, Taylor jumped in. He said Amir Garrett gets a seven game suspension for chirping uh, more than any Astro for cheating. That's because everybody's cheating. That's what we just no went no, no no no. But that, that's not necessarily it. You can't you can't get mad. See this is all right. This is where you're going to lose me, Taylor. You're going to lose me because they, the in Major League Baseball, knew they were doing something. Okay. They knew they weren't just banging on trash cans. They knew they were getting the information somehow to bang on the trash can. Right. Right. So, in order for Major League Baseball to find out how they were doing this, they had to give the players immunity. This happens all the time in the court of law. Bad guys get off all the time because you need to stop the system. Okay. And if that means we got to let a couple of bad guys go to shut the system down, then we do that. If they would have punished them and said, we know how you're doing, we know you're doing it, but we don't know how, but we're just going to start suspending guys that we think cheated, that we think we have evidence of cheating, but we don't know how they did it. Guess what? They can still be doing it. 
All right. So you give them immunity, you find out how it was done, and then it's over. You crush it, you break the system, and you stop them from doing it. It's that simple. This is not that complicated. Yeah. Uh, Taylor said, I mean, under the table pay is illegal if it's not taxed. Uh, I'll guarantee you it's taxed. Yes. I 100% tell you Brian Kelly's income is taxed. It's that Notre Dame is a private institution, they don't have to release. All yeah. of their information that they, they don't want they to. They show on paper a contract with them and him for $2 million. But they don't have to show any more than that. They didn't have to show that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, you are correct. Um, let's talk for a second. This isn't going to be a, a, a long show today. We've only got a few topics. Um, Taylor talking about uh, uh, it bugs him that Baez didn't get anything other than a fine for leaving the dugout. Uh, on top of what yeah, happened the with Nick thing was weird. And what, what happened to the dude, your boy at the Reds? Th- that was bullshit, by the way. That, that Rob Manfred is trying to show that he's, I don't know, got some nuts or something. I have no idea why why they upheld that suspension. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I tend anyway. to agree. I don't, like, uh, I don't like what Rob Manfred is doing, but no. either way. Um, let's talk for a second. Interesting article over at 247 Sports. This is from Kevin Flaherty. Um and he says that an NFL scout, and this was actually on a uh, on an ESPN college football podcast. Uh, let's see. It was Matt Miller. ESPN's Matt Miller said, uh, Alabama has another great wide receiver, John Mechie third. I've talked to scouts already who say, put it down. He's better than Jalen Waddell, and he's better than Devontae Smith. Uh, Mechie caught 55 passes for 916 yards and six touchdowns last year. He was Jones's number two target as Waddle missed much of the season with injury. But uh, they, they talk about, you know, the effort play in the SEC championship game. Mac Jones got intercepted, and uh, Mechie tracked him down, tackled him, created a turnover, blah, 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 blah. Um, I am very curious your thoughts on this because I, I think that this is the one thing that coaches hate more than anything else, and it is setting unreasonable expectations. John Mechie came out of nowhere last year, right? Because he had to. Like, he had good numbers. But setting him up and, and it getting out in the public, guys saying that he's better than the guy that won the Heisman and the guy that went number six in the NFL draft is just setting up somebody for failure at this point, right? Why do we set these kind of expectations on kids uh, so early in their college career? <laughs> that's my opinion of, of this. There's okay. no way that he's this, like, I've, I've watched him. I just don't know how scouts could possibly. And it's not so that I'm sport. a scout. Listen, Gary, Gary, listen, you, you know why he wrote that? You I know why it. he wrote that? You know why he said that? Because you Alabama fans just have to spend all day long reading about your team and just beating off in the closet. That's why. <laughs> okay. If you don't get new information about your team every day with something new about how amazing you are, you just go through withdrawals and you start getting weird ass blue balls. But this okay? is, but this, this is a different this thing. Bullshit. No, it's not a different thing. It's not a different thing. This guy's writing shit for clickbait. He's a draft guy scout. He has to, he has something to write about now that the draft is over with. So what is he going to do? He's going to start writing about next year's class. Well, who's the biggest fan base that 
absolutely obsesses about their players all the time. That, that's Alabama. Okay, they're the big, they're the biggest college football organization going right now. They got more guys in the NFL than anybody else. That's fine. Let's cater to them. Let me, let me, let me, let me waft some of their balls for a minute, and I'll, and I'll all of a sudden get famous, and I'll get a million people clicking on my thing, and all of a sudden I'll get a blue check mark, and 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 everybody will start following me, and now I'm a college insider, and my pay can go up thirty percent. That's why he did it, Gary. Yeah, yeah. That's why he did it. He doesn't have any more information than anybody else. You might be he's right. He's taking a chance. This kid is an elite five-star athlete. So maybe he's better than them. Maybe he's not. Maybe he puts up just as good of numbers, and therefore he can say, look, I was right all along. Who, Whatever. But this is you asked the question of why. Why did he write it? He wrote it because you're going to read it and you're going to react to it and you're going to make a big deal about it. And not just you, 4 million people that look just like you are going to do it. You might be right about that. Because you might y'all be right. care about this shit. I've, I've looked at it differently. I looked at it as this is completely ridiculous. Why would anybody come? And it obviously it was a quote-unquote scout. You know, no name, no nothing, but he told Matt Miller. And it may just be completely fabricated, whatever. But if if you are anybody with any kind of credibility, why would you come out with a statement like this? One, that sets a, a kid up for failure. But two, you could be completely wrong on. And, I mean, I guess. It, well, you he know, doesn't care if he's wrong because yeah. he gets, if he's wrong, he gets to put it off on the on anonymous the scout. Yeah. The, the no-named source. Okay? And if he's right, he gets to take credit for it. Right, it's it's but this like is why Chris he did it because it's a no it's a no risk proposition. Yeah, it's it's, it's what Chris Sims no does. Proposition. Chris Sims before the draft puts yes. out this mock draft that's just completely ridiculous. He always says some random shit that he whatever the most contrarian thing is he goes against it. Okay, yeah, and then when he's done with that. You know, if he gets one of the the twenty random things crazy that he says right, he can say, "Look, I got it right. See there, I know what I'm talking about." Yeah, no, and you are being confused to pay him. You are correct about that. Uh, Mark jumps in. He says Rogers is a wimp. Uh, talking about Aaron Rodgers, uh, he said Notre Dame had nine players picked. They certainly did. And uh, and McKinnon said, "Happy Hump Day, boys, for sure." Matt said that the uh, the echo came back, and he told you to say "pigs in space." Pigs in space. <laughs> I think he wants you to do the pigs in space. Uh, let's I have no see. idea what that's from. That's uh, it's. I think it's a Muppets thing. Uh, Matt said he can write about it and make claims to get people to talk. People won't really look back a year later to call him a genius or an idiot. Yeah, that's probably yeah. right. No, he's just so, he's literally just, just trying content. to get clicks today. Yeah, it's he's just, just trying to get followers today. You are correct about that. Um, hey, right quick, I didn't I didn't tell everybody this. If you're watching, go ahead and click like on the video. That would certainly help us out. And make sure you are subscribed if you're watching on YouTube or wherever else. We would certainly appreciate that. Share the show out. Tell your friends. All that good stuff. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, next topic. Let's talk about Brett Favre for a minute. Brett Favre says that he is not optimistic Aaron Rodgers will play for Green Bay Packers again. 
This is Rob Domovsky from ESPN. Uh, he said, uh, now, Rogers, not, Rogers and, and Favre are cool now. Like, they yeah. text back and forth, whatever. And Favre uh, was on a Wisconsin radio station and answered the question for him. He said, boy, it's a good question. That's the million-dollar question. I think I know Aaron fairly well. Honestly, I just don't see him coming back and just saying, all right, let's just bury the hatchet, whatever caused the rift, and I'm just going to come back and play because I love the guys. I love the Green Bay fans. I assume he does, but his rift isn't with the fans or the players. It's with the front office. Will he just swallow his pride and come in? Maybe, but I don't see that happening. If there's not a trade, my gut tells me that he would rather sit out than play. That's just my gut. There's no reason for me to say that other than what my gut's telling me, and I think you guys know Aaron fairly well enough to sort out or to sort of feel the same way. Uh, he said he likened it to Barry Sanders walking away from the Lions right before the 1999 season. Um, he said that he texted Rodgers on Thursday, and, you know, it, they joked, and he was joking, asking, and Rodgers uh, said, thanks for checking on me. I'll touch base with you after all this is over. And that was it. He said we hadn't talked since. I I think I've listened to your show from last night. I think you're right. Like I I don't think that this is a guy that is very easily to to bury a grudge, right? No. I think I think, I think he's he, done. I think he enjoys grudges. I think he I think there are some people that are really successful and they don't get a lot of uh they 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 don't they just kind of breeze through life. But he knows in order to <clears throat> always be his best, you have to have some type of conflict. You have to have some type of of something you're always fighting against or pushing against. And I think Aaron might be one of those guys that manufactures that because he doesn't get it naturally, just because he's always been really, really, really smart, really athletic, has a good personality. Like he's he's the unicorn that you're not supposed to have. Like yeah. usually you're really athletic and you might have a good personality and be funny, but you're dumb as a hammer, right? You got it. Like like you don't get all three. And 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 that's something that he seems to have. He does seem to be personable. You know, he's a funny guy, whatever. He's crazy smart. And he's a hell of an athlete. And, and I think those guys have to make their own conflict. I think they can't help themselves. I think they'll go. I think that's part of why he's got the diva attitude that he's got is it's not just that he thinks he's better than everybody else and should be catered to all the time. I don't, I don't believe that. I think it's because he just has to life gets too easy. There's no tension. And when there's no tension for too long, you get soft. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. Um, <laughs> McKinnon said, hell, he called Gutekunst, uh Jerry Krause in a group chat. Um, Ryan McCracken said, Favre loves seeing this, and you know he's in Rogers' ear telling him to leave. Look, Brett Favre was with the Packers for 16 years. Bart Starr was with the Packers for 16 years, and Aaron just finished his 16th year. 16th like, year. Neither one of their great quarterbacks have ever played 16 years, or more than 16 years. That's, that's crazy to that's me. That's nuts, man. I that think is, that's crazy. Hey, I mean, 16 Brett years is a long time, by the way, in the NFL. Brett and Bart make sense because... Back then, 16 years was, you know, four times longer than any career ever, okay? So that's not that big of a deal. Like, Brett should have, in Brett's world, he should have never played as long as he did, okay? Yeah. We live in a different world today. Tom Brady's going to play until he's 45, all right? That's, I, he's, honestly, he's, I think Rodgers has, like, at five, six years left at least. I, maybe, maybe. Now, he said he said some injuries in the past, so so he yeah. might not have that. Uh but, you know, 
he could if he wants to. He's just going to have to change. At some point in time, Rodgers is going to have to start living Tom Brady life. Okay. Yeah. He's he's going to have to stop trying to make a play on third down and just know that punting in October is fine. You don't give a shit about October. Yeah. No, you're, just you're right. Going, just, just literally lay on the ground whenever it looks like they're getting close to you because you don't care about this game. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> Mark said, I bet Danica might have a different uh, a different opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, entirely possible, you know. I, I think uh, I think you're right, though. I, I think I, I, he could play for many more years, however many it, that is, who knows. But I, I think he's been fed up with them for a while, and he's just done. I think at some point, once he's done with people, obviously you talked about it, like he doesn't talk to his family. Yes. Like, why would I, he I just have a hard time thinking that he's going to forgive this stranger that has wronged him faster than he'll forgive his mother that wronged him. Like, that's just <laughs> like, I can't, I can't get behind that. Like that doesn't make sense to me. I tend to agree with you. I tend to agree with you. Um, we'll close out with this. The CBS college football top 25 came out and you know, I, I, I look at these things and it's just, it, I know what they're doing. It's just a click, but it, some of this makes very little sense to me. I, I think in college football, it doesn't really matter who you put after like six or seven anymore. I think all of them are so incredibly similar that you're going to put the same bunch in there every year with no real reasoning behind it. So this is the CBS, um, all of those writers going in and putting it in and polling together. And, and this is what they came out with uh, with their composite. So they've got Alabama number one, regardless of the fact that they have lost so much. And I understand they've recruited really well, but I would not have Alabama at number one right now. Uh, it's ball washing, Gary. Clemson at two. Oklahoma at three. Uh, Ohio State four. Georgia five. I mean, this is the same thing every year. Six, Iowa State. Seven, North Carolina. Eight, Oregon. Nine, Texas A&M. Ten, Cincinnati. Um I mean, I, I would differ on quite a bit of that, but either way, they've got Notre Dame at 11. Even though we have no idea what's really going on with that roster. Um, Wisconsin 12, Florida 13, USC 14, Miami 15. You know, stop me if you hear something that's contrarian to the overall national media narrative. Um, 16, LSU, 11, or sorry, 17, Texas, 18, Iowa, 19, Penn State, 20, Washington. Then you've got Indiana, Arizona State, Michigan, Coastal Carolina, and Oklahoma State rounding out. I, this is all the usual suspects. Nobody takes a chance. They, I'm surprised they put Coastal in there. Well, I mean, Coastal went 11-1. and one. They returned everybody. I just, like, I just worked under the assumption that outside of Cincinnati, nobody in the G5 was going to be in it because that's how they do these things. Well, Liberty, like, I'm, I'm surprised they put Coastal in, but it, Liberty uh, is nowhere near this thing. And they only had one loss last year. They beat Coastal, and they return everybody. But that's what I'm telling you, Gary. These people don't even know. They don't care. They just cater to fan bases. That's it. And the G5 fan bases aren't big enough to give a damn. It's it's really strange. It, you you and I have complained for years about these. I'm surprised these. Nebraska's not in here and really high. Yeah. Yeah. Just just simply off of the name and uniform. We complain about the the preseason top 25 because the AP poll will come out in August and and the coaches poll will come out in August and all of that will help shape the narrative for the season That's going right. forward and it will absolutely 
play a part in who actually gets into the playoff and who doesn't. And it's a complete disgrace because nobody has any idea what Oklahoma State is going to be like uh, without Tylen Wallace, without Tavares Jackson, without, you know, in Indiana, who knows what they're going to look like? Who knows what, uh, you know, I, I assume Arizona State's going to be really good, but 22, like I, I honestly would have Arizona State ranked significantly higher. I A lot of these, I, I have a much different opinion of these teams than what the ESPN Top 25 and the CBS Top 25 looks like after spring. It just, it drives me nuts that these guys' job is to look at these teams, at, at least I assume, unbiased. But they're not. That's that. But <laughs> your, your assumption is just wrong then. I mean, at some point in time, you just got to come to grips with that. I guess so. I guess so. They're, it's, they're it's all really on the insane. tape for somebody. I guarantee you that every writer at CBS went to a big, big school. Every one of them went to a big college. I, I don't know about that. I know like Tom Fornelli went to Illinois. I know Chip Patterson went to North Carolina. Uh, Bud Elliott at two four seven went to um, Florida State. Like right. those are those are those are all Power Five schools. I mean, they are, but there's not know. a G five in the list. No, no, there's not. You're right. I Danny know all the NFL guy. guys all went to either Florida, Florida State, or or uh, uh, da, 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 Miami. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mark jumped in. He said Notre Dame is loaded with speed. O line is what Notre Dame is working on. O line is what has won Notre Dame games over the years. Yeah. I just assume that the next offensive they've become the new Wisconsin. The next offensive lineman that you replace is going to be the next best offensive lineman in the country. Yeah. I just. I just work under that assumption because every time they put one in the league, that guy's the best offensive lineman in the league in two, three years. So yeah, you you might be right about that. And they get their center back that's hurt. Like Notre Dame's going to be fine. I might be wrong on that, and one day I probably will be. But until that day comes, I'm just going to assume their line is great no matter who they've lost. Yeah, Brian Kelly knows what he's doing with an offensive line. Like he has for years. And he knows what he's doing with an offense. So you know they've got a new DC who we don't know very well. We like what he did at Cincinnati. That's true. But he's he's trying to do something new. The old DC I thought was amazing. So they, they, they could have some some flux on defense, being as the fact that they were one of the best defenses in the country last year, probably the second best defense overall in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph Gomez jumps in. No one has seen anything. How many freshmen actually play in year one at big schools? So basically just throw a dart. Yeah, very few. Very yeah. few. Uh, Taylor said he went to the Notre Dame spring scrimmage and left at halftime. He said, I'm not a fan enough to sit through it. I don't know how people watch those on TV. Uh, well, I do, <laughs> but I, but I would not recommend Gary, it. Watch them twice. <laughs> He's got them all recorded. I really do. It's kind of a shame. It's kind of a shame. Or you can find them on YouTube and watch them a lot quicker. Uh, oh yeah, that, that way here. Cause on YouTube, like you don't have to sit through commercials. You don't have to sit through whatever. Uh, there's people that edit those things down to like 30 minutes. So you're just seeing the plays and it's just real quick. So that's, that's been my go-to, um, but yeah, I, I'll admit some of these get a little get a little boring, and and as Chris would say, all of them are a little boring. But uh, but yeah, I can sit and watch I, it. I, you know, it doesn't matter if they're the most exciting thing on earth; they're still worthless. But yes, that's it. It's still a practice <laughs> against themselves. Yes, it's you're 100 right. It's just a scrimmage. I think the you and I talked like a month ago on the SBR show about how to fix spring football. And bringing in FCS competition. This is this is where the FCS gets their pay gets, gets their paychecks. Yep. Is, is you bring them in and you make it a scrimmage. Yeah. You you literally tell the other team, <clears throat> we want to work on this. So at least run a few plays out of this package. Yeah. 
Like, like simple I'm, enough. I'm paying you a check. You're now my employee. We're not just paying you to beat you up. We're paying you to practice. Okay. Yes. So I want you to run this. I want you to run this. I want you to run this. And I'm going to tell my guys to get after it. Uh, Taylor said the Bengals just need to draft the Notre Dame offensive line. I tend to agree with that. Wouldn't be bad. Uh, and then Joseph said the Jaguars just fired four old timers in their scouting department. The new coach did it all himself. Uh, yeah, that's that's Urban's way, but that that tends to happen at a lot more places. This just gets the pub because it's Urban Meyer. So there's there's scouts that get fired Ooh. all the time. Scouts get fired all the time, but very few coaches come in and try to do it themselves. Agreed. Agreed. The NFL the NFL scout rooms are teams of people. Teams of people. You are correct. So, but I, I I would venture to say that the Jags might should have fired their scouting department a long time ago. Well, yeah, sure. I, you know, maybe not. The Jags have had good players; they just refuse to pay them. Yeah, well, it, I don't or people get pissed off. That. Tom Coughlin ran them all off. Yeah, that's that's the big part of it. So Tom now that Coughlin Tom's ran them all off. That's a different situation because they've drafted really well. Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. You're so right about Urban that. Maybe Urban shouldn't have fired those guys. Maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? But he's going to do his own thing. So cheers to him. All right, we are going to go ahead and get out of here. Is there anything that's broken that you've seen? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.